You are listening to the Evolution Exchange Podcast, a platform that we've created to bring the Nordic community together. My name is Paul Hackett, and I'm your host. I'm joined here today by uh, Stacey Place, who's soon to be game director at uh, Star Stable Entertainment, has been there for many, many years and is essentially their spokesperson for the company. Um, Yeah, so Stacey, if you'd like to start just by a brief introduction to yourself and what it is that you do at Star Stable. Yeah, hey, I'm Stacey. I've been with Star Stable for six years now. I started in the US freelancing. Um, I did some work on their YouTube channel and with their social media. I was head of the community team for quite some time. Uh, Last year, I had the opportunity to move over as product owner of our team that takes care of the horses in the game, which was kind of a big deal. I was very excited to work with horses. Mm -hmm. Um, And we work as well with uh, making the characters and the items that go in the game for the for the characters and horses. And this year I've had an even bigger opportunity of taking on the role of game director. So I'm co-directing right now with the current interim game director and she will be leaving us this year, unfortunately. And I will be taking over that role fully at the end of the year. Because that's um, Fia, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Uh, So, you know, you've been at Star Stable now for six and a half years, near enough. Um, So what was it that made you get into Star Stable in the very, very beginning? Was it a, you know, a by chance that you got into the company, like an application? Or was this a company that you were specifically or like, this kind of company, something very specific that you wanted to get? Uh, I would say it was a bit by chance. I mean, I had worked for a gaming journalism website and Star Stable reached out about doing a review for the game and a giveaway. And I took that on and I was like, okay, cool. This sounds like fun. And I wasn't expecting much because I knew it was a kid's <laughs> game. I, I, you know, I had never heard of it before. So I tried it out and I was so impressed. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is great. This game is so much fun. And so I just started playing it. That was, I, I didn't stop. I made videos on my own YouTube channel. Uh, I, I had a blast. So then as my relationship with the team members grew, you know, we progressed to the point where they said, do you want to help us out? We need help with, you know, we want to make YouTube videos and on our social media. And I jumped at the chance because I, loved the game and I saw it as a great opportunity. I said, this game is going somewhere. This is fantastic. And I wanted to be involved. Um, so it started by chance, but grew into, I really wanted to be part of it basically. That's fantastic. So, you know, six and a half years later, you are where you are today. Um, but like I say, this is a special episode for uh, the podcast that we're doing. Um, and, you know, there is a special event next week um, for Star Stable. So if you'd like to go into detail of what it, that actually is. Yes. So next week, starting September 15th, we are kicking off our 10th anniversary. So Star Stable Online has been uh, alive and kicking for 10 years this year. Um, it's officially our, our birthday is the first week of October, but we're starting a little early this year because we have a lot more planned than usual. Um, so we're doing a lot of stuff in game, out of the game. We're giving away a free horse to our players for the first time ever. So that's pretty exciting. They designed it. They picked how it will look and we're going to give so it away. So that was like a community a kind of event that was done previously and then you've made it into the game? 
Yeah, exactly. We had them pick the the breed, the markings, the colors, everything. So uh, they did their choices. They options won by a landslide. They definitely knew what they wanted, and we delivered. So they'll get to check that out next week. Hmm, fantastic. So obviously, it takes a lot to last ten years in a very competitive industry. Uh, tell me a little bit about what it is, Star Stable, like the concept behind the game. Uh, so a bit more like the general gameplay, what it is that the, um, the you know the, the players can actually do while they're you know in game with their character. Yeah, so we are actually an MMO, so it's a horse adventure MMO. Uh, so players, when you sign up, you get to create your character and pick your starter horse. Everyone gets a horse, and that's kind of the focus of the the game. Is our we have a bit of equestrian realism tied into fantasy. Because uh, I, I always say that people come for the horses and they stay because we have such a, a wonderful story. Uh, it's adventure story. So they get to take care of their horse and live the everyday stable life, do races. Uh, but then they get to go on adventures and save the world type of thing. Okay, so who would you say is like the main target audience? I know with any game, you know, the, the age ranges can vary. But who would you say are your top um, players at, at the moment? Yeah, everyone is welcome, uh, but our main target audience is young girls and women, so 8 to 18 is the majority of our audience, uh, but you'll see it, a lot of families. I get a lot of like grandparents, grandmoms especially, and moms that play with their kids, and I, I love those kinds of stories. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, like, fantastic. And like with any journey, there are challenges as well. Um, obviously, 10 years is a long time. Um, so if, what were the biggest hurdles that uh, you had to overcome and how did you do that? Yeah, I would say one of the most obvious is growing pains. We we grew as a game quite quickly and keeping up with that can, can be a struggle. You know, uh, when I started, we were 50 people in the company and now we've grown to around 200. And I mean, we've expanded to other projects, of course, but of just being able to keep up with the the players and what they want to see and being able to deliver those things. Um, mm. So expanding as a company and making sure that our, our tech and stuff is up to date. Of course, we are, are 10 years in now, so we have to make sure we're updating our art and the gameplay and our features, everything to stay fresh. So it's uh, a constant ongoing work to make sure everything is uh, working as it should while also adding new things as well because we update weekly. So we're adding in new weekly content and improving the old. So, as with any growing business, to go from 50 to 200 over a given time frame can always be challenging, not just finding the right people, but also keeping what you've got. So obviously company culture is very key, especially within a game like yours. What have been, you know, how have you managed to keep the company culture that you've been after? And what, what challenges have you kind of faced there? Yeah, culture is super important at Star Stable. And, and I'm told that's, that's kind of unique, especially I might be biased coming from the US. We have a very particular work culture over there. <laughs> and coming to Europe, uh, especially in Sweden, it's a very different experience and it's very uh, accommodating and, and comforting to, to come into that kind of scenario. So we currently have a, I believe it's 54% women in the company. It, it fluctuates a little bit, but it's usually about 50-50 um, because we want to make sure that everyone is treated equally. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we we have a very welcoming culture. It's very um, diverse, and there. Honestly, I love the culture in that you get vacation days and sick days, and they <laughs> want to make sure that the people working for us are healthy and happy because that's what you know. When people are happy, they're going to do really good work, and I think you can see that in our products. Yeah. So in terms of you know, obviously, one of the challenges was the growing pains. Was there anything else that really stood out as, you know, something that you really had to overcome within the time that you've been there, not just within company growth, but say potentially, you know, whether it's in terms of um, reaching out to the right audience? Have you ever had any challenges there? That can be challenging because our, our target audience is so young. So reaching out to them can can be a challenge. You know, there are certain restrictions we face, like uh, we have to be COPPA compliant, which is a U.S. law uh, to protect children online. Um, mm. And of course, with the GDPR additions as well, those are always forefront in our mind. So I think those are sometimes obstacles that other games don't have to face because their target audience is not children. But of course, that's incredibly important to us. So we want to make sure that the players are safe online. Uh, yeah. So that's just added, um, in a way, it's obstacles, but it's kind of part of our day-to-day, -day, you know, that we integrate for sure. Yeah, I imagine dealing with such a young audience, yeah, player safety being almost yeah. like the highest priority when it comes to looking Definitely. at the online community yeah. there. But where, where are they based? Is it, obviously, I know you're based in Europe, but uh, is it a global um, audience that you're reaching out to now? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, we're in 14 languages at this point, and I think it's over 150 countries. I think it's 100, closer to 180 countries at this point. Um, but with like US, Germany being two of our biggest markets, Sweden, obviously, because that's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> We've pretty much infiltrated all of Sweden at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, 100%. And then we've got, um, you know, when you've actually got, you know, people actually joining the game. It's nice to know that, you know, wherever they are based in the world, that there seems to be, you know, population online that they mm -hmm. can then join in with. Um, so over the last six years, you know, miles, as well as challenges, there are also milestones, whether that's, you know, reaching a certain amount of player base online at any given time, just, you know, people that have, you know, generally opened accounts in general, or whether it's a revenue-based um, mm. uh, milestone. What would you say for you have been the key milestones over the past six years? I think last year we were very fortunate uh, because we're a game gaming company and people were stuck indoors. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we had a lot of players come in last year. So we um, saw, I think it was 50% annual revenue growth last year. So that was kind of huge for us. I would say Q4 last year, we hit a lot of really new milestones that we hadn't seen before. So keeping up with that is gonna be our new challenge, I think, is making sure all of these new players are happy and having fun and delivering the quality that you know they, they expect from us at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I can't say enough how fortunate we are because I know not everyone had those same positive experiences last year. I mean, the yeah. gaming industry just in general has shown that it's actually pretty much pandemic proof uh, <laughs> in a sense you know, with yeah. everybody locked indoors uh, Star Stable and many other gaming companies um, have really benefited from that and I imagine with uh, kids being locked inside as well and not being able to run rampant outdoors uh, parents kind of think here's a game try this one <laughs> I suppose that's been one of the benefits that you guys have had there 
Yeah, because hopefully, I mean, hopefully we have that positive game experience that parents trust with their mm. kids. You know, it's it's not like there's a lot of games to choose from, but not all of them necessarily are what you want to sit the kids down in front of to play while they're stuck at home. So yeah. I'm glad we were able to kind of fill that void. Yeah. Are there any other personal milestones other than the revenue based on last year that you've had over the last six years there? Any like what well, any key moments for you personally while you've been there? I would say it doesn't come down necessarily to like specific numbers, but for me, actually what the opportunities that we had to go out and meet our players, maybe it's because I come as a player from the community standpoint, but for me, that's always a massive milestone. Like we went to TwitchCon in 2017 and we held a meetup in California and players came nice. to meet us. And to me, that's huge. Like when you get to a point where people love your game so much that they want to come out and, and meet you, the people that meet the game and take pictures and get Star Stable merchandise, that's incredible. So that was pretty pretty awesome and we did the uh star stable live event as well a couple of years ago uh big big live stream and that we held at a gaming arena here in sweden um where uh, players came and they played the game and we did the the big live stream and so just those kind of milestones along the way where we see the player base grow because we get to interact with them that's i would say that's my favorite part of the whole thing really <laughs> Do you think moving forward that will still be a challenge? Obviously, um, you know, with the pandemic, lots of people are not able to attend these larger events. How do you think you guys will um, combat that in a sense? Yeah, that's such a bummer. Uh, just before the pandemic, we were in uh, the US and North Carolina. We did an event there and that was amazing. And then to think that for a whole year, at least now it's been over a year, we can't do those types of events. Um, but one of the positive things is that a lot of our players are used to being online because we're an on online game. So doing digital events and, and live streams and doing it that way it is still a benefit. Not quite the same as meeting people in person, but hopefully that's something that we can integrate more in where even if we have a small event, we can also do the digital side of it to, to integrate more people, really. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So obviously with the next 10 years, you know, you were wondering about um you know how to maintain that milestone of growth that you had last year um what kind of ideas do you have maybe some teasers for the audience that would be listening um to basically you know, you know move forward in that direction yeah so we've been spreading our wings a little bit i would say we as far as star stable online we ventured into uh, books uh, and music uh, we've done comics, we had the Mistfall animated series as well. And now for Star Stable Entertainment as a company, we're expanding to other projects. Um, so we have a few things that are in development. Also Project Curie, which uh, I think people may have seen on our job site that we've been hiring for. So mm -hmm. it's an opportunity to grow outside of Star Stable Online and bring in uh, new content, new people, touch on uh, new new paths. Uh, expanding in that in that way yeah 100% but so mm -hmm. basically with any expansion and with any new projects obviously you know company growth is still going to be important but you need to find the right people mm -hmm. so what are the best things about working at Star Sable the best things I I <laughs> want to say <laughs> for me a lot of it comes back to the work culture and I think that 
uh, is true to a lot of people. Um, a lot of people, when we interview them, say that they're interested in our company because of our values and because of our focus on every girl being a hero and, and focusing on making sure that people are equal in the company, in the game. Uh, we're very focused on uh, ethics and values for our player base. Um, so that's another thing that a lot of people bring up in, in interviews and stuff is that uh, we aren't aggressive with our marketing and we're not aggressive in, you know, the, cause we work with kids. So yeah, we want to make say, sure that we have that fair. A little bit there. Yeah. Like, you can't like shove, you know, uh, propaganda down, you know, a <laughs> six year old's uh, head, you know what I mean? So you gotta be, you know. Exactly. We want everyone to feel equal and fair and, and have fun at the same time. Um, but you see that in, in our game as well as throughout the company. So I think a lot of people really respect that. So even when it comes time for people to leave the company, it's always in a positive way. And they look mm -hmm. back fondly on start their time at Star Stable. A lot of people often come back to Star Stable because they miss it so much. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we've fostered a very good environment. Yeah, I mean, definitely from, you know, a top-down perspective, I know there's a lot of potential, like, artists that could definitely see and, and want to get involved um, within Star Stable in the future. Um, but from what about from a tech perspective? Um, so, obviously, to create a game like this, there's a big demand on the technical side of things. Is there anything specific to Star Stable that could potentially interest you know, developers to move from one company to this one? Like, uh, are there any interesting technologies or opportunities at Star Stable that they could get involved in? Yeah, we have a proprietary engine, which can interest a lot of people. They want to work on something unique. Um, and that creates a lot of work as well, because everything that we want to do, we kind of have to create the opportunity to do it and maintain it. And we are actually putting a lot more resources in that tech because we want to focus on the next 10 years. We want Star Stable to be relevant and up to date and running and just as exciting for the next 10 years as it has been the past 10 years. Uh, so that's creating a lot of opportunities in the tech side of things as well. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, Stockholm in general, you know, it's a huge hub for uh, gaming companies. And, um, you know, you'd be, well, probably not surprised anymore, but a very well-known company name now you know definitely you know not unheard of these days you know, you know the position I'm in I speak to a lot of people within gaming on a day-to-day -day basis and there's everybody knows who Star Stable are now so you know if that's anything to go by you know you know within the last 10 years you know to, to create a name for yourself as a company that's not just created a good game and it's generated revenue but you've done it in a good way with a um, with a solid audience and good backing there, and um, so 100% kudos to you guys at uh, Star Stable for sure. Nice, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, by all means. So obviously, you know, Star Stable it's a 10 year anniversary. What have you got planned to celebrate? Uh, so we uh, we are having a an after work next week digitally. Uh, where we're going to, we do a hangout. Usually they send uh, like a gift package. I don't know what's in it. I will find out soon, hopefully. Um, and we get together to celebrate. I know that there's going to be a quiz involved because uh, I helped create some of the questions. Um, but they usually have some fun activities for us to do because unfortunately we're not celebrating together 
in the mm. office or anything with each other because um, we're still limited by how many people can be there. But at least we can hang out digitally and enjoy it together. Yeah. Will there be some people in the office on the day um, of the event? Or oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Remotely? There's still some people there like our HR teams and our IT teams that still kind of have to be in the office to a certain extent. So there will still be some people there. Absolutely. Fantastic. So yeah, 10 year anniversary well underway. Um, when did the event start in game? For September the... 15th. September 15th. And how long will this anniversary event last for the players? Uh, it's four weeks. I think it's the second week in October that it wraps up. The 13th, if I'm not mistaken. October yeah. 13th. And are these secrets in the in-game of what's been planned? Or is there like an event list in-game that's going to be done for the next four weeks a little bit secret some of it we know <laughs> we do a birthday event every year so to a certain extent players know a little bit what to expect but we have ramped it up a little bit this year with some extra activities uh, lots of items are being given away that was a lot to plan for plan for that i was involved in so lots of player requested items the yeah. free the free horse will be a big one and some fun activities as well fantastic so all in all it sounds like you know, a, a great 10 years or like six and a half that you've been there, you know, high achieving company, diverse, you know, um, successful. So if you had to summarize Star Stable, how would you describe it as an experience to work at and to play in? As an experience? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have to think of a way to describe this. I mean, I've had a blast. Uh, there's really no other way to describe it. I had a blast playing the game into working with the company. Even now, I have so much fun with it. And that's in large part to the people I work with and the players that are involved in our game. There's really no other way around it. It's super fun. <laughs> Fantastic. No, that's brilliant. So is there anything that you'd like to add to potentially people listening? Obviously, you're considering growth. So whether they're a developer wanting to join, an artist wanting to join, or just people interested in learning a little bit about, more about the game. Is there anything that you'd like to add uh, at the end to, to the listeners here? I would say that myself uh, and many others are very open to talking to, to anyone that's interested. Our players especially always reach out to talk to us about the industry. So always feel free. If you have any questions about the company or, or what we do, absolutely reach out to us and we will always be happy to talk to you about it. 